You're listening to the Absolutely Cosmic Podcast. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Absolutely Cosmic Podcast, where we talk anything and everything self-improvement from the nerdy perspective. I'm your host, Joshua Salgado, and we have a very, very special episode today. I'm introducing a guest that I'm excited to have on the show, Jake Barrett, owner of Barrett Enterprises, LLC. It's a trailblazing company uh, in the industry of tree work. And what's so special about him is he's almost like a jack of all trades. This business is coming up and honestly, from tree removal, stump grinding, grading and excavation, dumpster rental, hydro seeding, as well as clearing, uh, lot clearing and land expansion. He's really got the bases covered for everything you would need, almost like an exterior yard. And how do I know that this business is so well? Well, I have firsthand experience that he provides quality work. I worked for him for a period of time, and I can tell you that the quality that he produces is excellent. So to all my viewers who are in the Connecticut area, if you guys do need work on your lawns, need a tree removed, need anything of that sort, I'll put a link in the description below to the YouTube channel to actually go to his website and actually start inquiring about that. All right. How are you, Jake? Dude, I'm good, man. I don't, uh, I got to hire you again so you can just start introducing me because that sounded better yeah. than I could ever do. That was yeah. awesome, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, I man. appreciate it. Just excited to be here. Awesome. That's great. Well, I hope, I hope I'm not taking you away from actually your busy schedule because I know you're always running around and you're working extra hard and you're honestly like an inspiration. That's kind of why I started the whole t-shirt line Cosmic Absolute because I knew I wanted to do something. But then like I came to work for you after your sister referred me and uh, like I saw how much work you put in as the owner and it kind of gave me a different perspective on how much impact you have on the people that you help and like going to like uh, Jason's lawn and doing that, you know, seeing while he was away, you know, doing what he had to do kind of thing. How you help people, we go above and beyond when people, customers would ask for extra service um, and, and you would just go back and do it for them. You'd help them out. You'd give them advice for longevity wise. It wasn't like, I'm just going to cut your tree down, charge you, and then that's the end all be all. You were there to really help them get what they needed, wanted, and really benefit their house, benefit them. You know what I mean? So I was like, that's a true business person. And the hard work that you put in, I'm like, well, why can't, why can't I implement some of that and some of where I want to go? So I was like, you know what, let's, let's get froggy. And I started the cosmic absolute line. That's awesome, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. So I guess, you know, I talked with you while I was working for you a little bit and heard some of the stories as well as uh, Kyle, he kind of spilled the beans on some of the stories that again, made me admire you so much, but like the origins of bear enterprises, Uh, what's your story? What's, What's the origin? How did it start? Oh, geez, man. So it's, it's actually kind of, it's, it's kind of funny. So truly the business started almost as like a side hustle, like just trying to get a couple bucks. Um, really, I think I was 25 at the time and I didn't have a lot of direction in my life. Uh, I, I had like a, I had a full-time job working in the logis- logistics industry and I knew I didn't like it but I didn't know what I wanted to do. And, um, so I bought a dump trailer and said, I'm going to pick up people's garbage. <laughs> and, uh, that's what I did for the first year. I picked up like couches, uh, refrigerators, TVs, you know, bulky items that people like couldn't fit in their trash can. And, um, then I started like getting that gratification basically of like, you have the customer interaction. People are like, Oh, dude, you, you got back to me right away. You said you got here when you said you were going to be here. And like, 
that gave me like an awesome feeling. Right. And so at the time, like the, the transactions were so minimal, like I pretty much didn't make any money, but like we were picking up like 50, $60, you know, but it was, it wasn't about the money. It was about that, like that little high that I got from, you know, making someone happy and completing their project. Um, and from there, we kind of just kind of snowballed like over the years. So we're going into a year, we're in year five now. Wow. Um, but each year I've added new services that, you know, someone may have asked me, Hey, do you do this or do you do that? And I'm like, you know, I was starting to like, try to refer people to like, you know, industry professionals that would, that would offer those services. But I'd hear the same things like, Hey, they didn't call me back. Um, a lot of these guys that I would try to refer people like wanted like a cut of the money. And like, I'm like, listen, I don't even want anything from you. I just want to get these customers, someone that like can, yeah. can solve their problem. Yeah. Right. And, um, so basically over the years, I've kind of just, I've, I've found like little small niche markets where I've found where I can make an impact and, and, and solve problems for customers. And that's kind of like the direction and where I go. Um, and awesome. like you said, I mean, we, we do a little bit of everything. I mean, this year it's, or I said 2023 was mainly tree work. We did a little, we did a lot of grading and lawn seeding, but, um, for 2024, most of our main focus is more than likely going to be in the tree industry. So I'm excited. That's awesome. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. I, I will say cutting down trees is awesome. And then again, like when we took down a big tree and you'd have like, you know, an older lady come out or, or, you know, someone come out and they're like, wow, like this is really cool. And you know, it's, it's the land looks clear. Like that tree has been, you know, we've been worried it's going to fall on the house for years. And now finally we can breathe. It was, it was really cool to, to see that firsthand and then how you were excited. And then Kyle always got excited. He's like, you know, this tree is a, I remember one day he was like climbing. He's like, you know how this tree is a female. And I'm like, why? He's like, it has thorns. And I'm like, I didn't even know trees have, you know, <laughs> can female Kyle. or female. Yeah, yep. Kyle, but, Kyle's the tree ID guy. He yep. can, uh, he loves talking about trees. Yeah, you know, I like cutting them down, but Kyle loves talking about them and yeah. keeping them alive. So definitely, yeah. So that's cool. And again, like I've literally, you know, when I was working with you, we would, you know, do the job, you know, through the day, and then you'd get back and you'd stay there, like beyond me and Kyle staying there, and you'd be, you know, doing maintenance. You'd be doing different things that, you know, people don't realize when you start a business. You have to go above and beyond and, and seeing that from you was like really uh, awesome. Again, it's inspiring. So uh, mm -hmm. having you on the podcast and kind of coming from year one to year five, like you said, and adding little services that can help people solve the problems that are kind of difficult. I mean, tree work's a challenging, you know, tree work, grading, all that's challenging because it's subjective to the land. It's subjective to the tree or the yard. Correct. You can't just be like, just chop it down. Like there's a lot of mm -hmm. safety things and like, mm -hmm. you might need big equipment. You might need small equipment. It might be, you know, it's very subjective to the job itself. So the fact that you're solving those problems and you focus on the customer and, and helping them out, gratifying them, taking care of them. That's, that's the biggest thing. A lot of now, a lot of time nowadays we see businesses want to just make money or, Correct. you know, focus on a pride type thing or a vanity type, you know, focus. Whereas you're like, no, I just want to make sure my customers are taken care of and they get whatever they need done. I think that's what it's about, man, because yeah. Like you know, when you, when you go into business and like I said, I, 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 I'll use my, myself as an example, like the first year, two years or three years, like I didn't really know where I wanted to go. I know I like yeah. solving the problem, but it was never about the money. Right. Like yeah. it was never like, I want to be rich. And, and this, I mean, listen, no one, I, I'm going to say this, like, I don't, I think anyone, anyone that says they don't want to be rich is lying to you. You know, I'd love, yeah. I'd love yeah. to have an abundance of money and be able to do what I yeah. want to do. But 
like I, you can't you can't run a business with that mindset because if you do yeah. then that's all you'll focus on you know yeah and a lot 100%. of companies do that and a lot of companies mm -hmm. fail simply because of that they're focused on the dollar yeah. so yeah yeah a hundred percent so i guess kind of going into the next question um i think we're already kind of touching on it but like how has being a small business owner and then now to you know growing growing every year how has that improved your life and those around you and those that you're i guess a role model for kind of thing yeah man uh so it's it's so weird like the personal development journey that like i didn't even know i embarked on by having <laughs> a business right like you, you really don't know what's happening but yeah you know it's it's the mindset change so like i'll say this when i'm able to pay people like i get excited dude like i'm yeah. never like fuck it's friday like oh, am i allowed to swear on the podcast yeah of course yeah okay all right i'm Hell never yeah. like fuck it's friday dude i have to pay people you know this that and the third right like I'm always like excited, dude. I'm like, you know, these guys earn yeah. their money. I enjoy yeah. when people are happy. And like, I think that's the biggest thing now is like the mindset shift of like, it was, it was, it was me for the longest time just running the business. And then now it's like, all right, how can I make other people's lives better that are working for me? How can I give them more freedom of time? How can I get them more money? So they're able to, you yeah. know, do things with their family that they weren't able to do before. And like, that's where, that's where like I get excited now, which is funny because if you talked to me five years ago, I, I wouldn't have been excited over that. You know, like I would yeah. be like, ah, oh, it's, you know, they're probably just employees, right? But now yeah. it's like people are team members, they're family, like they're a reason that I'm able to survive and I want to be the reason that they're able to survive, right? Yeah. And uh, it, it's really cool because like, like I said, I just, I never thought that my mind would kind of be in that spot, but I like growing people around me and, and helping yeah. any way that I possibly can, you know? So. 100%. Yeah. And I think like to that, that word, you're building, you're not just building employees, but I feel like you built leaders. Cause like, I don't know, since I was there, Kyle, again, he's not here. So, but yeah. like he, he has a very strong leadership, I guess, like mindset. Like it's very cool to see how he gets into things, how, and then like the day, I think I forgot what type of bush it was, but we had to get really creative to get that bush out of there, out of a yard. And like, we came up with that or like when we were laying those bricks mm -hmm. to build up that uh, older lady's house before we yep. hydro seeded it, you know, we had to get creative. And one thing that, again, I like about how you run your business was that you let us kind of figure it out for the most part. If we had problems, we could call you or if we needed advice on things, mm -hmm. we could call you, but you gave us the freedom to make those decisions and figure out, okay, what are we going to do first for the day, you know, on the job and stuff like that, other than, you know, if there was a priority and then you did communicate, this is a priority, get this done today. But if you can get these things done, or if you can do them at the same time, you know, get them done. And again, the fact of you having such a, how should I say, uh, value towards taking care of your employees with giving them the freedom of time, being able to pay them, being able to take care of them and being able to give them opportunities to grow. That's just showing that like, I mean, your business is going to go really far. I feel like you're going to be the number one tree, you know, tree working industry, you know, in, 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 in Connecticut, maybe even New England one day, because you care about the people first and your customers, you know, those are yeah. the two most important aspects of a business, I feel like. So, yeah. And to just touch on one thing that you said there, which was, which was cool. Right. So it was super hard for me to let go. Right. Mm -hmm. When I, when I, cause like when you, when you have your own business, like it's your baby. Right. Yeah. And you know, I'm learning as I go, I've stepped on every landmine. I feel like I could step on <laughs> and I'll, I'm going to continue to step on landmines. Like they're not all gone. Right. I mean, yeah. it's just the reality, but yeah. um, 
one of my uh, mentors, which you know, Chris Warrens, he, mm-hmm. uh, I was talking to him when I uh, was bringing people on board for the first time. And he said, you have to let people dent the car, but don't let them crash it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and that, and that stuck with me, man, because like, you know, it's tough to like relinquish the reins, you know, to, mm-hmm. to two people that may not have a oh, complete understanding of the job that they're supposed to do, but yeah. it's like, you guys are smart guys. And, and I don't, I, everyone that I bring on, I, I trust fully. So it's like, yeah. you kind of have to let people try to come up with their own ways, problem solve on their own. No yeah. one wants that overbearing manager or boss. Yeah. That's like, all right, you're yeah. going to do this, 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 you know, and you're, and you're like, okay, like I'm just a zombie now, you know? Yeah. So like that definitely like that quote will always stick with me simply because like, you know, it's true. You have to yeah. let people kind of figure their, figure their way out and they're going to make mistakes. And then we learn from the mistakes and we push forward. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I think, you know, every person's a different person has different perspectives, ideas, ways of going at things. So like, let's say me, for example, if I go and try to do a task X, Y, and Z, I may do it from a certain way that I think works and it may work, but there may be like 800 million different ways you can get it done that are efficient. Or, you know, once you do it that way, you can say, okay, I'm going to pull this part of that idea and this part of that idea. And eventually, you know, and again, the fact that you allow your employees, you give them the tools to put on the thinking cap and, and, and dent the car maybe, yeah, yeah. but you know, not crash it. That's the, I don't know. I feel like that's brilliant. That's awesome. You know, hey, gotta have fun, man. Exactly. So I think one thing I found was really cool was hydro seating. I, so I, I, I think that the viewers would really enjoy what is hydro seating and then how is it better than traditional methods of uh, laying sod or laying grass seed? So hydro seeding is a great alternative to sod. The reason it's a great alternative is cost. So sod is super expensive yeah. and it's super laborious to put down, right? You need, you're going to be rolling sod out. You have to grade the area perfectly. Like there's a lot that goes into the sod. So the cost for sod is significantly more than the hydro seed. The hydro seed is in my opinion, like the most, the best bang for your buck when you're seeding. So if you're hand seeding, not to get super nerdy here, but you know, those like little walk behind cedars for like the Scots yeah. ones at Home Depot. Yeah. Now they have a little wheel in the bottom and the wheels is going to spin as you're pushing it. And the problem with those is that typically the seeds have different blends and the different blends, the seed sizes are different, right? So yeah. the smaller stuff or bigger stuff may fall first and mm-hmm. you're not going to get an even spread, you know, across your lawn. Yeah. Now this is getting into the really like nerdy science <laughs> of growing grass because for any tr- most traditional lawns, people just throw seed down and eventually over time you'll keep throwing seed down and it will grow. Yeah. Right. But, um, the hydro seeding is awesome. Cause what it is, it's a blend of, it's a blend of a uh, 100% wood fiber mulch. Um, you have fertilizer in there. There's a tack of fire in there. Um, there's your seed and we use a couple products called like Embella, which is okay. basically to promote the germination of the seed. And then okay. there's another product called, Oh, you're going to, you're going to get me on this one. Um, <laughs> It's, it's a weed preventative. I can't think of it right now. It's like an antifungal basically. Mm. So okay. that helps prevents the weeds when you're starting a new lawn. But the cool part yeah. with hydro seed is it goes in a big tank. It mixes it all up. So the spread rate is perfect every time because it's yeah. basically mixed through the entire load the yeah. entire way. And you get a really good coverage. And truthfully, it's just, it's awesome because the, uh, the wood, the wood keeps the seed moist over time. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't dry out as fast as a traditional hand seeding on the lawn. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's an awesome service. I, we love doing it. It's a ton of fun. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I know the same job where we, we laid those bricks down mm-hmm. when, uh, Kyle and Eddie came up to, uh, actually just basically, 
they were like a firefighter of grass yeah. speed and they're yeah. just like <laughs> whole yard was done pretty damn quick too that's yeah. that's what i was like whoa like it's already done because i yeah. know my uh essentially my father-in-law he he did a portion of his yard traditional he had the seed and he bought the hay and he was just like every day kind of spraying it out it was very meticulous and it ended up failing a few times before he got a little bit layer of grass mm-hmm. so i was just so surprised that like a method like that that it's just like you spray it down yeah. quick can like lead to like exponential growth and like density of the actual grass kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's awesome, man. And every lawn that we seeded this year on for hydro seed came out flawless. Yeah. Like it was just like a perfect year. We had like a, I, I used a new blend that we used in the previous years and mm-hmm. it like, it was just perfect. And yeah. we've had issues with hand seed. Like you said, you know, it's never, it, it's tough for that seed to retain moisture. It's mm-hmm. tough to make sure that your spread ratio is good. There's a lot of, there's a lot of things. It's all, it's all mathematical when we're doing the hydro seed, like everything's weighed out, everything's scaled, like everything has to yeah. be perfect in that mix versus you just grabbing a handful of seed and throwing it around, you know, yeah. you're still kind of, you're still making your best educated guess, but the hydro seed definitely a cool option. hundred yeah, percent. Sure. Yeah. So I have, I have a few more questions for you. One of them, this might be a little goofy, but, uh, is there any particular jobs maybe super challenging or super gratifying or something just went crazy or again, like you stepped on maybe a landmine or something that calls out to you that was just like a story for you to kind of enjoy, you know what I mean? And to tell. Yeah, we, we have had, so we've had a lot of interesting jobs. Um, I'd say like as a team, everyone was always really good at like pushing through the suck, right? Like when, when the job was miserable and we all knew it, like it was just like, all right, we're going to get it done. Right. I would say there's definitely like a couple, you were on one of them. You were on that job at Jason's house. Like, you know, that one was, was, yeah, that was, uh, interesting. You know, it's like, and the cool thing about what we do is you're, you're problem solving all day and it's nature. So it's never like you're going in and it's exactly the same. So you can't, every job is completely different. Mm -hmm. So like, and we'll use Jason's job as an example. Cause like, that's honestly, that's the only job in like five years I've legitimately lost money on. Right. Really? And, um, and it wasn't about the money. It was, it was, it, it was, it was like, I just laugh about it at this point, you know? And like, we were obviously frustrated at the time because we were trying every way we possibly yeah. could to get that tree on the ground. But mm-hmm. like we need, we need to make sure it was done safe. Yeah. And, um, I don't know. Did you come back with us when we had the crane there? I don't think I did. So we went back with a crane. So we needed a crane Damn. that set up with one outrigger basically off the driveway, one through the fence in the backyard, that little fence in the backyard. Yeah. And then the Jesus. other two were like basically pinned against the house. And he had like three inches of clearance, like on the gutter to move. And oh, it was God. like, it was crazy, man. But like, you know, it, it, the job got done, you yeah. know? And uh, like, I wouldn't say there's like a ton of jobs that we've had that like we've never gotten like really like I would say stumped completely because there's always a solution, right? Yeah. It's just figuring out what 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 the next step is and then and then executing. And yeah. um but yeah, I don't I, I, I can't I've had a couple other jobs or I think there was another fun job that we had. This is a good story. Uh my my landlords at the time asked me if I could paint a fence. Yeah. And I was like, Yeah, I could paint a fence, right? This was like this had to have been three or four years ago. And, um, they were like, yeah, we got a quote for a thousand dollars to paint this fence. And, uh, I mean, if you wanted to do it, we would, we'd be happy to give you the money. And I'm like a thousand dollars to pay a paint a fence. I mean, dude, I'm going to, I'm going to be a millionaire tomorrow. You know? Yeah. Well, so I call yeah. my buddy, I call my buddy Ray, who's a painter. He paints really high end cars, right? Like classic cars. And he's like the man. Right. So I call him and I'm like, Ray, I'm like, yo, 
I said, uh, you, you ever paint a fence? He's like, well, I got a paint sprayer. And I'm like, that, that sounds awesome. I'll post yeah. the paintbrush. Let's, 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 I was like, how much paint do you think we're going to use? He's like, I don't know, maybe like two gallons came out. We measured it all up. He's like, yeah, probably two gallons. Well, 10 gallons of paint later and, uh, maybe three weeks of labor of me every day going back to hand paint this fence, yeah. you know, like we just weren't prepared to do it, you know? And it yeah. was, uh, it, we just laugh about it at this point because it was like, we, we laugh about the, the fence painting job because it, we, we thought it was going to be like this breeze of a job. And, uh, it couldn't have been farther from that. It was like one of those like fences that has the four posts and there's like a million of them. And you, so you had to paint each side. And I was like, yeah. I was naive. I was like, yo, the paint sprayer is going to get all of this. We'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, uh, <laughs> it didn't work that way. So, but I say those are probably like two jobs that will always like, you know, we'll always laugh about at this yeah. point, just because like, you know, it, they were just challenging. They didn't go the way yeah. we thought they were going to go. And, uh, but I mean, at the end of the day, they both got done. Yeah, so, exactly. And yeah. I feel like even when things are extremely challenging or don't work out as you intend, because I think like Mike Tyson, he has a saying, everyone has a plan until you get punched in the mouth. Yep. And I feel like, I mean, I don't know, I'm just starting my business journey. And I feel like, you know, it's, it's definitely you, you over, you have a challenge and then you over, you have to overcome like two or three more once mm-hmm. you figure out that one thing. So I feel like you're always constantly learning. And mm-hmm. I feel like those jobs are kind of an exemplification of that. Like you're just, it might go like you might have to do every little post, you know, meticulously yep. and go, you know, it might not be the greatest, most fun in the moment, but you're going to learn. And then you're also going to have fun with it at the end of the day. Like those are the stories that you live with in life and stuff like that. You'll be able to, you know, laugh 10, even now, but 10 years down the road, 20 mm-hmm. years down the road, you'll be like, oh, I remember that kind of thing. Oh yeah. And it, we will we hundred percent still laugh about it. Yeah. And like, yeah. like you said, like there, every job has a learning experience, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've learned that I'm not Picasso and I've learned that I shouldn't be painting fences Yeah. <laughs> and I shouldn't be painting fences when it rains. Yeah. That happened too. You know, so it's like, you know, these are all, these are all like things. And like I said, it is, you know, we, we learn from every situation yeah. that we're in. And yeah. to your point is like the thing with business that I've learned, the biggest thing is like, mm-hmm. right when you think you've got it, you don't. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. And like, I'm going to talk, you know, five years from now and I'm going to, I'm going to look back at this podcast. Right. And I'm going to be like, dude, you actually like thought you knew something. Yeah. You know? And then, and then I'm like, yeah, you sound like an idiot on that podcast, you know, sharing, but I'm, you know, you should, we share our experiences yeah. with as much knowledge as we have at the time. Yeah. We're always growing. So it's like exactly. always changing. So yeah, it's, it's definitely cool, man. It's definitely yeah. awesome. A hundred percent. So I guess I have another question and this one I feel like is a little bit uh, loaded. So if someone wanted to start a hearty, sustainable business, like you've built a successful, sustainable, hearty business that, I mean, you've got, again, all your, all, all different roots and no pun intended for trees, yeah. but all different roots and different kind of services within this field. What are three tips you would give them? Three tips. Um, yeah. and, and, and a lot of people may disagree with this. So I have a couple that I'll say that I, that yeah. I use. So it's don't value your time. And the reason I say that is the amount of hours that it goes into starting a business, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I know a lot of friends and I know a lot of acquaintances that start businesses and they're like, dude, I'm not making any money. And it's like, (laughs) it's the long game, man. It's the long game. Mm -hmm. Like, and you're going to put in early mornings and you're going to put in late nights and you're not going to see the dollar back for it. Right. Like 
you should just you you i think the thing is is like pushing forward towards the mission and whatever your yeah. mission is right so whatever your end goal is yeah a lot of people i think get caught in the rut and they're like you know like let's just say after year one you're like all right i only made this much money or i only did this and it's like no but you you did this this and this right yeah 100%. so like i'd say like you, you you can't you can value your time to a degree but i would say at the same point like you're gonna put hours in so don't yeah. try to nickel and dime for everything that you're gonna yeah. do yeah um Another tip I'd say, and you heard this that they were talking about the other week, is give mm. before you take. Yeah. Um, giving people education, helping people, doing what's right and being a good human being is like huge, right? Yeah. And and customers notice that, your people, your friends, your family, like people are gonna know when you're open with them and you're just you're just trying to help them, right? Like yeah. here here's your service, like you're selling the t-shirt. Here's my t-shirt, right? This is what you're getting, mm. and like people, people will value that because you're just, you're open about it. There's no, yeah. don't, don't have any hidden nonsense that you're trying yeah. to get something out of yeah. them. Right. Like you're creating your art and you're putting yeah. it on a t-shirt cause it makes you happy. Yeah. Right. Like hundred percent. You've never told me once that you're like, oh, I need a million dollars next month. You yeah. know, it's like, yeah. no, you, you, you enjoy doing what you do and that's why you do it. So like yeah. that, that, that's huge. Um, third tip, um, I'd say just grind. Yeah. Like it's, and I honestly could go back to like the first point that I made, but it's like, you know, you have to be out there and you have to execute. Yeah. If you're not, if you're not on the ground and you're not doing the work, um, it's, it's a lot of people will give you advice. And I'd say that's probably one of my like bigger weaknesses because of like time allowance right now yeah. is I don't schedule enough personal time for myself to, yeah. to, to work on what I need to as I, on a, as a human level. Yeah. Um, but people, people like to, you know, talk about things and not execute. Yeah, right. 100%. And a lot of people will say, I want to go to the moon. I want to go to the moon, but they won't have a plan to get there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I'd say put, putting in the work, figuring mm -hmm. out your path and deciding exactly like where you want to go and how you're going to get there and then executing on whatever it is that, that you need, that you need to do. So hundred percent. Like I said, those are, those are just three that I can think of off the top of my head here. hundred percent. Those are extremely valuable because in the previous podcast, um, episodes that I filmed just me rambling into the camera, but I yeah. talked about how like time is the most valuable thing we get on earth. Cause you can't get it back. You can't make more of it. Mm -hmm. So like having genuine time and I guess the saying like give to Caesar, what belongs to Caesar, give to God, what belongs to God. Like give, if you have a nine to five, do the nine to five, but you have a few hours at the end of the day that if you want to start a business, you want to be a streamer, you want to, I don't know, you want to be a pro athlete, whatever it is, right? Or you want whatever it is, right? You can dedicate, even if it's one hour a day, two hours a day, whatever you can to building that and don't shy away from it and then execute and actually do it. Because again, everyone's going to suck at what they do when they start. But again, if you keep building and building and building and every little thing that you do, you learn lessons like now that painting offense, you realize, okay, it's a little bit more complicated, probably shouldn't do in the rain. Or like, I'm sure that you've learned a lot with the tree work too. Like every job you learn a little bit. That's, I think that's the key, you know, uh, yeah, I've man. heard, yeah, I've heard yeah. a saying from Japan yeah. where it's like uh, a short business plan for them is 20 years. Mm. Like they plan in like 150 to hundred year increments. Um, I've, I've heard that. I don't know how That's true crazy. it is, but it's a, it's a, I guess it's a good mindset to have, you know? Yeah, man. And like, like it's cool because, mm -hmm. you know, you get out exactly what you put into a business. Right. And you can't be discouraged off the bat. Yeah. Like, and I'll say like, you've heard the, you've heard the term like 1% better every day. Right. Yeah. 
And sometimes like as a business owner and I mean, just as a human being, like yeah. you'll, you'll like, I'll, I'll reflect on 2023 and you're yeah. like, man, I didn't hit this goal or I didn't do this. I said I was going to do this, but it's like, I, you, you have to almost like erase that from your mindset. And it's like, look how far we came. Right. Yeah. Like in 2022, it was just me. That was it. Yeah. And in 2023, we had a total of five people working with us. Right. You, you were one of them, you know, like. <laughs> That was awesome. You know, yeah. it's like, you know, m- maybe we didn't hit the the revenue goal or we didn't hit the the growth goal that we wanted to. Yeah. But it's like there's steps in the right direction and mm-hmm. they're laying the foundation for the for the next years. And like, that's the exciting part is like, I don't think there's ever a race, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's you versus you, you know, yeah. and you can't compare yourself to the guy sitting next yeah. to you or someone down the street. You can't 100%. compare off of like what you see on Facebook of Instagram, you yeah, know, cause exactly. people are only showing their, their, their best days. They're not showing yeah. their worst days. Yeah, you know? exactly. A hundred percent bad days. So, yes, I think there's something to be said to that. Cause that's not, I think as a society, I think my generation struggles with that a lot. Mm-hmm. Cause like everybody wants to be this millionaire and like in my journey of trying to build a podcast or, or starting the website, I've had to tutorial a lot of stuff on YouTube. Cause I'm not, I'm not like a genius, right? Nobody is. And I feel like I, I see that a lot is like that everybody wants to show this high, like how I, how I got a million views in 30 days or whatever. And it's like, it's not about that. It's about starting from the ground up, making genuine stuff for people, doing genuine things for people, like you said. So yep. again, I think there's a lot to be said with what you said with that too. I, f- mm-hmm. I feel that I resonate with that. And I think my viewers, our, our viewers are going to resonate with that in the That's podcast. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome, Jake. Well, I think thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it because again, you have an extremely busy schedule, and I'm sure with with the snow and stuff, you've had to shift around a lot of stuff and whatnot. So I appreciate you coming on. Uh, this has been the Absolutely Cosmic Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Salgado. Today's episode I felt like was a banger. I know you guys, the viewers, are really going to enjoy it today. So again, thank you guys for listening. Uh, please give consideration to smash the sub- uh, subscribe button down below. And uh, hopefully we'll get you on the next one. Peace, guys. Awesome. Thank you for listening. Consider absolutely smashing the subscribe button for more content like this.